Hey, what's up, listeners, everybody? Welcome back to the Unpeeled, uh, a reimagined uh, image branding that I've gone with. Um, new, interesting people going to be talking to this season. Really exciting. My first guest, uh, a good friend, Kel, uh, he's going to be joining me today um, discussing the uh, Striking Vipers episode of Black Mirror. And yeah, pretty excited. decided to join me on this new venture it's gonna it's gonna be cool it's gonna be interesting yep 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 so what are we gonna talk about today well i thought we would uh address some of the the interesting themes from the black mirror episode striking vipers you know the latest season of black mirror has just just come out oh the season was just like three episodes which was kind of Disappointing. Low-key disappointing, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we've waited a year and... I mean, what can we do? Like, uh, was it Bandersnatch, the one, the interactive one? That was like, mm. that was, I'm pretty sure they spent like, oh, yeah, the budget. Yeah, that, that, that's, so. that's for sure. I mean, their yeah. budget was gone. I mean, to only make three episodes? Yeah. Like, bruh, come on. But it was still um, pretty, I thought it was still pretty interesting episode. I don't know if I was completely satisfied with it, but... Um, it was it was somewhat interesting. Um, what do you think about it? I agree with you. I mean, I wasn't completely satisfied. I feel like the ending. Oh, by the way, just before we we get talking about this, um, there are spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the episode. But um, the point of the matter is, we taking the themes and we we talking and about. And what episode the are we talking about again? Striking vibes. Striking right? vibes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what did I think, you know, like the ending was interesting. Couldn't really wrap my head around it. I mean, there were there were lots of questions mm-hmm. lingering. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess that's the, the whole point of Black Mirror. But I just feel like there were a lot of unanswered questions that, you know, I needed to address. I thought the biggest thing for me was like the ending where they were like, okay, once a year... Like the wife is like, you know, once a year I'm gonna leave you to do your thing, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know, do my thing and listen to the people I want to see. So if, um, Ty, if you were in a relationship, right? <laughs> if, if <laughs> oh, I was oh. in a relationship, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say I don't know, you know, I don't actually know your relationship status, but um, let's say it's use if because if is such a subjective word, right? Yeah. So let's say if you're in a relationship and yo you had to like you know do a compromise you know there's this whole thing right now about like open relationships and trying to um have like your your partner you know go out and see other people what are like your thoughts about it do you think in this like century you live in open relationships 
are a thing to stay or do you think um it could you know do you think it breaks up a relationship in the long run because i kind of feel that like if you like like someone you love someone it's not it shouldn't be all sexual you know it can't just be um it can just be emotional and then you, you, yeah. you can have you know different partners once in a while i don't know i, I have conflicting thoughts but what do you think about it i mean I, I think i think most people will have conflicting thoughts especially when you know you start looking at the fact that how life expectancy has has increased you know mm-hmm. century on century and now with the way that technology is evolving we could potentially be living 100 plus years on mm-hmm. average and then that makes you think you know am i going to stick with one partner for potentially 50 60 70 years mm-hmm. you know um and we we all know how we evolve and we we grow and we adapt as individuals mm-hmm. and even when you're in a relationship the relationship grows, evolves, and adapts, and you know you both become new individuals in a way. But I feel like that could become restrictive because if you grow in a certain way that's not in tune with your partner, you know, um, so you might be like, looking for something else, and you might be ready to find a new partner ready to experiment with you know vr sex in your partner mind. i mean i wouldn't say i wouldn't go that far <laughs> at this point i don't know about that <laughs> and your partner might not be necessarily open to that so she's gonna you know fair go, enough you know if um, you're not open to me you know basically masturbating with my mind <laughs> um, in virtual reality then I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I understand why people would be um, in, a re- as I said before, in an open relationship because they think that, you know, I love this person and it's not necessarily all, all about sex. Maybe once in a while we can like spice things up and, you know, bring a third person into into the situation or, you know, I don't know. So let me, let me pose this question to okay. you. Do you, do you believe you can have, okay, first of all, do you believe in soulmates? Number one, this is a yes or no. Oh man. I mean, yes. Cause I feel like, um, I grew up, you know, a parent, you always think of parents who are like the perfect soulmate. So, and that's right, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so now, now, now that, so you, you, you agree that, that you can have a soulmate. So we've established that that exists. Okay. Do you believe you can have multiple soulmates? For different or varying reasons um maybe like i can have you know someone who i relate to on like a music level like oh this person is my soul my music so because we enjoy the same type of music so um she's my music soulmate oh you know and then this other person could be my I didn't know my romantic soulmate because I see this person I'm immediately infatuated. I don't know. Mm, mm. So I guess the answer to your question is Yeah, I guess yes. so. I guess so, yeah. But Because okay. um, I mean, like, that's that's my view on it. I, I, be, I believe you can have multiple soulmates, but then they're not all sexual or mm-hmm. um, relationship-type soulmates. So, like, I feel like you can have a best friend that you believe is a soulmate, 
because there's something about them that just draws you to them and just connects you mm-hmm. to this person. Do you think you can fall in love with a person um, who could wish your soulmate, soulmate and not have like any sexual thing with that person? Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't necessarily believe that love and sex go sex, hand in hand. Yeah, I don't think they necessarily... Because you, you, can, you can be in love with something and you can just love something. Mm-hmm. There's, I think there's a difference between being in love and just loving. So going back to Black Mirror, the Black Mirror episode, would you say that those two guys were soulmates? Or would you say that guys... And I, I don't remember the name, but the guy who was married, obviously his soulmate was his wife. So would you say he had multiple soulmates and then the guy he was playing with was just his game or his VR soulmate? No, I don't. Or would you say, or do you think that just like so, the guys, both of the guys are soulmates? And... No, I, I definitely don't think they were soulmates. Okay. I think potentially they were experimenting with their sexuality in a very unique way, mm-hmm. but they weren't really ready to address that in reality so they used the virtual reality as a scapegoat um but but you know at the end uh close gang close to the end they i think they kissed and then they were like let's see if there's something actually there and then they were like oh shit there's nothing there so i think they kind of addressed that in the episode where they're like no this might be like a vr thing and maybe they have they're trying to say they had no feelings for each other do you, what do you think about that do you um, think they were just like playing it off and maybe they're trying to i don't know what do well, you think about that like when i when i when i watched the episode and i i saw you know that scene they both kissed and i think it was raining if i'm not mistaken yeah i think so they, was, they use a they, very stereotypical setting yeah, the setting was there <laughs> the, <laughs> the cinematography was all there and you know they kissed and then afterwards they were both like nana like that was that was weird like that wasn't i didn't feel anything did you and i low-key feel like they both felt something but they were too afraid to admit it to each other why do you think it would be too afraid i feel like they could just like if they felt something they could just like easily well i think you know in in this day and age and it's been something ongoing in history is this concept of or this preconceived idea of masculinity Mm-hmm. in men and how you know we're seen as these strong independent emotionless like robots almost to some extent i mean that's the the most basic way that you can see you know if you're comparing men versus women um so i think i mean the reason that they would be afraid is number one they've been best friends for for years well, i think it would be daunting for anyone in that situation to suddenly realize that you've fallen in love with your best, best friend, friend. Yeah. yeah and you know even if it was just one of them that felt that way you know just just imagine trying to explain that to yeah. your best friend without losing them as your best friend yeah and then it also could be like a guy who's in love with his wife he has a kid you know he's trying to have another kid and he's coming to terms like he's like like who am I like with I don't know it could just be that the guy just wasn't ready for that step yet he mm. was, so he was like you know I don't think this is me and it, it, it I don't know maybe as you said before it's them it could yeah just like trying to 
the guy, first of all, he's a 20-something-year-old, you know, and as, you know, 20-something-year-olds, you've reached a point in your life where you're newly married, you're trying to figure out, you know, life, occupation, and now there's this guy there who's, like, trying, who's, who might be making you feel some certain, like, some weird feelings. So it's, you know, the guy is like, you know what, maybe it's just, like, a VR thing. I don't think this is happening to me. In real life, because he can't like wrap his head around, mm-hmm. um, you know, the things that's happening right right now. So I don't know. I, I as I said before, I feel I don't necessarily hate the episode. I don't necessarily like the episode. I think they touch on things that people um, go through. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. The fact that people downplay their emotions. Don't yeah. And I mean, like they they. You know, when it first happened, they very quickly created this false wall. sense. Yeah, well, yeah, this wall. Yeah. I mean, they were both like, oh man, you know, I was drunk when, when that happened. And like, yeah, but again, as she said before, I think it's just society. Like, and we live in a society where it's totally, or people, you know, it's perceived, some people perceive it to be totally wrong to feel a certain type of way towards a certain gender. And then just like black men, you know, and black men already go through just expected to be this like macho mm-hmm. black guy and then they don't want to like deal with um all of that. So and so yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. I just thought it was first I, th- I thought it was quite a bold a bold move, mm-hmm. you know, to be the, the first episode of the, the series. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like Black Mirror's, you know, created quite a cult following now. Mm-hmm. There's it's, it's, it's quite popular especially since Netflix took over um, so you know to have that as the first episode of the new season what yeah what if what if I know and like, we've kind of like gone along the lines of them you know I guess where we are going at is like they might have feelings for each other what if they actually had no feelings for each other like what if the guy is this guy who's married and he just wants to love his wife and it's just like a VR thing because there are like people it's like playing a, a video game where you shoot people like you're not necessarily gonna go and like shoot people like walking down the street it's just you know yeah. um, yeah. it could just be like a game and he's in love with his wife and to him that's like the right thing to do so it's just like a one like just a once in a while like thing it couldn't it doesn't necessarily mean that like attracted I mean, to, fair enough point to, but to I, each other so I, 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 it's a bit um, it's a bit of a different situation to be comparing I don't know love or um, pleasure and like war games and shooting and stuff and I mean they've you know already basically said that um, these war games don't have any direct correlation with um, the use of guns and killings and shootings and that kind of stuff but I think in this case, dealing with people's emotions and the pleasurable side of things has a much deeper role than, you know, virtually playing. Also, you've got to remember that like, when you play these um, shooting games or whatever, you're playing like as a character and you just, you know, you're controlling them and watching them on the screen. In this specific episode, they become the characters. Mm. So they feel whatever the character's feeling. I mean, there's a point where, um, you know, uh, the guy that we're talking about who's, who's married, who has a wife, he, 
uh, says to the character of his other friend Carl, and he's like, "What does it feel like to be in a female body?" You know, like he's trying to wrap his head around the entire concept of gaining pleasure through this video game, when the fact that he's he's a male that's now inside of a female's body in virtual reality. You know, now that you talk about it, that could also be like an angle of the episode. What if the guy um, was actually, um, he didn't necessarily identify as... I, I thought about that. I actually thought um, about that. What if he didn't necessarily identify as male? Maybe he identified... I'm sorry, guys, I don't even know, like, the terms. Um, I, I think it's more um, like just non-binary. Non, non-binary. Like, yeah, non-binary. Or, or, like, yeah, and... Or he want or basically what if he wanted to be um, a female um, what do you call it? he wanted to he wanted to be a female like just like a female and like all of that mm-hmm. um, I remember the term but yeah, and no, he apologies. wasn't apologies uh, apologies yeah, I'm sorry yeah. but or he yeah, identified as a female I guess I would yeah, just yeah, identify yeah. as a female and he wasn't like comfortable enough to know go out in public and then you know dress it the same way or look a certain way so he was just like using vr as a space to be comfortable enough to to his preferred you know identity because yeah you know society has made it um societies is in a way where people aren't necessarily comfortable enough to dress or or act with your preferred like you know identity yeah, yeah. um so has to resort to using vr to maybe, to maybe this this virtual reality game was the catalyst for this kind of feeling maybe it brought that out of him mm-hmm. through him playing this role as a female character in the game maybe he started like something clicked and he was just he realized something deep down and he started identifying more towards the character than um so who, he, who he is in real life so are you trying to say he basically figured out not figured out but he's he's con- continuously figuring out who he is by playing in this game yeah i think it's it's like a conscious development and he he would have you know just maybe played the game uh chosen this female character because she was the best or blah 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 and it's it's almost led to something further mm-hmm. subconsciously and the more he plays and the more he endures these pleasurable moments he starts to realize do you think in the future uh vr virtual reality is going to be a space where people you know uh, or medium people use to test out things they're not comfortable with doing in public definitely um definitely because i feel like that everybody has secrets mm -hmm. you know everyone you know there's an ancient i think it's a japanese proverb that says everyone has three faces Mm -hmm. the face that you show to the world the face that um you show to your family and then the face that you show only to yourself Mm -hmm. and we all have a face that we only show to ourselves. I mean, right. I know I do. I, I, I presume everyone, every yeah. night, oh, yeah. everyone else does. So, you know, when we live in a world that has such, is such a hostile environment and such prejudice and such conflict, having this VR space will enable people to, to maybe open up and be their true selves and be that third face. So, 
And I get that, but don't you think it might do more harm than, than good? Because people, like in the in the episode, they're not going to actually face who they are. And they're going to use the VR, just the VR space. And then VR space is not actual, it's not actually reality. It's just virtual. So it's going to force people not to be who they truly are, not to see who they truly want to see. And they'll just use the virtual world, the fake world to... And they won't actually address the things they actually need to address. It's like, you know, procrast- yeah. procrastinating and like putting things off and using VR as a, as a medium to face the things you actually don't want to face in real life instead of standing up and being like, oh, I identify as this, so I'm going to, you know, be this. And I know it's like easier said than done because yeah. it is hard to, you know, yeah, go out there and like be who you. But I'm, what I'm basically saying is like VR might maybe slow the progress of, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm being as blunt as possible, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's 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 that person's choice. Yeah, I guess it is. It is. I mean, is. you can you can make the space as comfortable and as open as possible for people to open up and to to come out. But it's still at the end of the day, it's their choice whether and, they want to or not. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily like talking about like sexuality. I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about, like, yeah. In general, but even 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 if like people felt uncomfortable about a certain thing and you know, addressing that in real life and they just wanted to address that in that virtual reality world, fair enough. If that's if that's where they want to keep it, you know, in like Pandora's box, then they can keep it. Do you think this should be so if VR let's say becomes a place where people can like test out or do the things that they secretly um don't want to do in public, as you said everyone has secrets. Do you think there should be some regulation on VR? I don't know, like you know how they say like authorities like tap into our phones, like Uncle Sam's always is always it's, it's like trying that's... to trying to make sure like I'm not like doing something suspicious, you know, that might harm citizens on my phone. So do you think there should be some type of regulation like V I don't know how but Yeah, I d I don't know how either. I mean I guess the general consensus would be that there should be some form of regulation because mm-hmm. um, otherwise the world would just like fall into just this ultimate chaos. There has to be some form of um, strategy, I guess, or a way for people to protect themselves in case things go bad. But, you know, like we just said, how how would they do that? How would yeah. they regulate it without interfering with, you know, privacy, mm-hmm. individual privacy? So, but at the end of the day, it's like, well, how much harm you could, you could argue and say, well, how much harm would it cause? It's virtual. It's not, it's not the real world, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, you, then yeah. you, then you forget about, you know, emotional harm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the subconscious is a very, very important role. Mm-hmm. It has a very, very important role that it plays in who we are as individuals and creating our personality. So that could affect the subconscious in a way that. And leaks into like your, your personality and physical yeah. it's like yeah I, t- I totally understand that because when you're exposed to, it's like brainwashing someone like mm. when you psychologically brain you can psychologically brainwash someone to do something physical something destructive yeah. physically so um yeah it's, it's very it's very interesting but at the same time i do think you know virtual reality can do like great things you know? oh yeah i mean it, it i mean one thing that comes off the top of my head is having a virtual uh patient let's say you're a, you're, you're an aspiring doctor mm-hmm. you oh, in medical yeah. class oh, yeah, and yeah. you have like this virtual patient oh, that you can practice cool. yeah on. that'd be super cool i mean that that gives you multiple like opportunities and and, and 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 attempts to try and 
do whatever you need to do without you know using physical beings or animals or yeah. test like, dummies can you like imagine like if you like you know learn how to drive and you just yeah. like go to a retro world exactly and, like, learn how to drive there it's like you know like i remember when i was, my, when I was teaching my sister how to drive there's this like you know thing that back on my mind i'm like oh god like this makes sure you're like safe on this road yeah. but like in a virtual world you can have some type of like some sense of you know what this is like fake so everything's gonna be like okay even if like um i kind of fuck up while i was like like learning how yeah. to drive and yeah. i hit like a pole like it's although, all although gonna be fine, saying that, you know i do think that you should leave an aspect of reality in there because if you know that it's fake and you can fuck up or whatever then you, you might not take learn it as seriously, seriously. You might not yeah, learn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so if there was a way to make you forget or make it just hyper realistic mm-hmm. you know i mean they, they actually do use this kind of technology especially with um becoming a pilot flying planes oh yeah they've yeah. got those simulators mm-hmm. and yeah, they're yeah. really hyper realistic and i mean the motions are down to a t exactly like the real life planes would be in real life scenarios would be but i think in the future obviously it will become more commercialized and and people will use it you know on a day-to-day basis and it won't just be limited so i think i i, I definitely think it has a lot more good than than bad but maybe we're not digging deep enough yeah. into the bad and i feel like there's still like so much like work to be done and i'm mm. pretty sure like the amazing talented scientists like doing stuff are still like developing yeah. things like every day but yeah it's i love and that's one thing i love about black about black mirror it's like they they bring all these like cool concepts and this cool like technology that's going to shape mm. the future into an episode and they make it relatable yeah um and i think that's like the brilliance of black mirror um do you have was there any like favorite like you know scenes from the episode was there anything you particularly like liked um uh i mean the visuals were were, were good mm-hmm. throughout the episode i think I, I did enjoy the um when they went into this virtual reality world it, it, it was almost like a completely different thing that you were watching compared to when they were living their real lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. But throughout the episode, you know, I, I kind of, you, you felt this, like you wanted to just scream at the dude and be like, just like, be yourself. Like, why are you trying to be like the, the, these two different people? Like, if you look at the, um, the cover art of, mm-hmm. the, of the episode, it's got this like image of um, the guy and he's, he's sitting there. But, the thing about that is how can you be yourself if you don't know who you truly are i think the essence of the episode of is him you know trying to find himself he's a 20 something year old who is married with this amazing beautiful wife yeah he has a kid yes he already has a kid but he still feels like something is missing i feel like throughout the episode because he like he seems and he, i feel like he doesn't know what it is so the episode is him trying to find the thing so i get the whole be yourself thing and i've seen comments you know about that online but what if he doesn't know who the fuck he 
he is, you know. Fair enough. So, but I don't know. Maybe he does know who he is. Well, that's is. what I was going to say. But maybe, maybe he what, does. What he actually does, yeah, know, he actually he does is, know who he is. And he's preventing himself from, from actually living that out. Yeah. And yeah. he would rather keep that in his little Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. You know, once a year he can go. <laughs> like, my kind of thinking is if, if they didn't feel a certain way towards each other, why would they, you know make that 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 time once a year to go to go and gain that pleasure and you know if you notice the relationship between the dude and his wife it starts getting sour at one point they start drifting apart i feel like well i feel like maybe one of the reasons why they're drifting apart is like because they were like keeping like secrets you know you know like when you keep secrets from each other it's just like more likely to like Cause like you, there's something that you're so burdened with that you're you're trying to shield from revealing it to the other person. So it could just be like you know secrets that they're keeping from each other. That's why they drifted apart. And I yeah. couldn't necessarily mean that like they were falling out of love or something. I don't know. I feel like they they the emotion between the the husband and the wife. I feel like I saw it there. I could feel like the guy loved the wife, but I don't know. I might be wrong. But then that that like that brings in the whole thing of having a soulmate that you don't necessarily love or feel sexually attracted to. Do you know? Do you know what this reminds me of? Freddie Mercury, um, Freddie Mercury's story. You know how he said he was. Um, he was so in love oh, yeah, yeah. With, the, with his wife. With his wife, I don't remember her name. But at the end of the day, he still and his wife was probably his soulmate because even in his lonely days, all he could do was like think yeah, about. Yeah, I, I believe that she was. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of him, like the other guys he saw, or whatever, that was just maybe just like a sexual thing. But yeah. his real soulmate yeah. was just like his wife. So. But he didn't. He didn't have that sexual attraction anymore because he was no longer who he thought he was. He was he he had he had become who he was meant to be always or who who he always was, you know. He'd broken the barriers. He'd unboxed himself. But we did a full like three sixty on went from Black Mirror to Freddie Mercury. Yeah, but I guess yeah. that's 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 what happens. I guess. Yeah, we but. we we it's because we love we love Queen. But <laughs> that's true. Um, but um yeah i know it's a very very interesting um episode i don't know if it's my favorite black mirror episode probably not no no it's it's definitely not not my favorite (laughs) no it's definitely not but it is it's still interesting to watch and i know there were moments where i was like oh my gosh like this episode i know people compare this episode to san junipero i'm like i was like what yeah they called it they called it a male junipero or the mansion apparel. I couldn't. I couldn't I, see. No, I definitely don't. I could see not it. see I mean, that. I, I could not see that. I, I like Sanjay apparel. Maybe the reason why we all like love Sanjay apparel is because Sanjay apparel is romantic at heart, and like you know, they they end up you know, it's like a love story, a proper love story. But this episode is more realistic, so it's like separating idealism from realism because in in an ideal situation you know two characters characters will fall in love and like live happily after but they're like hell no this is we're gonna Mm -hmm. make it real realistic and in present 2019 there's no way these you know characters are gonna like fall in love and who the fuck they want to be like they want to they're gonna make it realistic 
people go through shit like this just like you know at the end of the day mm. they separate like their feelings because they're like you know i have to I have a family i have to have a, i'm expecting a kid i need to go back to my wife that's my responsibility and that's a realistic thing to do ideally maybe he'll be with whoever he wants to be but um i think separating idealism and realism is what the episode does mm. and that might be what makes it a good episode you know so do you think you know, talking about San Junipero and comparing it with Striking Vipers, in do you think people like San Junipero? You know, it, it's it's the most um, highly liked. I think it's yeah the most critically acclaimed, acclaimed episode, episode out of out of the entire series. Do you think people liked it more? Like, if we were just comparing that episode and the Striking Vipers episode, do you think more people would like that and relate to it and feel? comfortable with that than this because it's two females falling in love versus two males and now this is this is like quite a controversial thing that I, I might be saying but it's just something that i've thought about but the idea of two men being together has always been a little bit more taboo than than, than two women and the reason why i say this is if you know you go to university or high school or whatever and you ask any guys, most of them will say they enjoy watching two girls kiss or make out. I can 100% guarantee you that if you go to a group of, group of people, guys or girls, they won't have any pleasure watching two men make out. Now, that's just a stereotypical observation from high school. So, it's a long time ago. I think that, that yeah, yeah, I think that's true to what you're saying. Um, it's just that with, you know, as you're saying with females, is more... I want to say easier by any chance because I feel like you know, still even in twenty like twenty nineteen, two females being in love. So that's that, that people that you know. Oh yeah, they still, still face scrutiny from, still, and prejudice, still, which is yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't think they have it. They yeah. No, no, I'm not at all saying that it's like easier. I'm just easy. saying I do. I, I do understand your mm, point. Yeah, that I think yeah. people might easily relate to that in comparison to yeah. this. Black Mirror episode because it's like two guys. Yeah. Um, so that might be true to that, but I, I also definitely think one of the reasons why that episode was generally well critically, you know, rated was like it was romantic at heart and you mm. saw like mm. the love. Um, and also like they accepted who they were. Yeah. And and you could feel that the genuine connection. Yeah. Between it, it was genuine. Yeah. And. Well, one of the reasons why I liked Sandrine Perro was the aesthetics. I thought it was the aesthetic. I know. Amazing. I thought the color. Yeah. And then that's the, the color of it was... The color palette. Was the color palette was there. It was like, yeah. it was very well filmed. Yeah. And I also thought it was brilliant in terms of the, the, the use of technology and how they could, you know, go mm. back. Like, like shape like the trajectory of... Yeah. Yeah. I think another reason why people would enjoy that one a little bit more is because it kind of like low-key gives you hope that something like this could happen in the future yeah whereas you know it gives you eternal life yeah in a sense yeah in, in a, a very weird different kind of way because that you your, your your mind lives on forever in this you know yeah really like huge like uh supercomputer mm. um when you know your, your body dies and and that all happens whereas in in the striking vipers it it doesn't really give you much to look sense forward of hope, to. No. Yeah, hope. It's kind of like oh well, like 
is is that what's is that the future of video games or we yeah. all gonna start having sex with yeah, each other yeah. video games? I, I, I totally agree. The ending of Striking Vipers definitely left a lot. It left a lot of questions now. I and then I know we will probably get to the rest of the episodes of this season, but one of the things this episode definitely the question the ending was very questionable. Mm. But um it could be also another thing is another reason why the ending is questionable is cause the VR is like in our immediate future more than the Sanjin Imperial technology is. Yeah. So it's mm. things so it's still people are still trying to figure stuff out and then I think um leaving it with uh, a questionable ending again it comes back to um reality and how we don't know how things are gonna play out and I that's don't know. fair enough that's a good a good analysis yeah also i feel like just thought of this now maybe they left it with so many questions because they themselves haven't answered those questions yeah yeah like, yeah maybe they're just as confused about the future of technology as, as we, are, we are as the viewers yeah and they couldn't actually you know give that perceived ending and then also and like a good also related to the ending is since they're confused they don't know what they're gonna do for now they're gonna set this one date in the year mm. and they're gonna keep it as so whilst we figure shit out because we haven't figured it out but yeah. for now we're just gonna yeah. have this timetable and, and hopefully gradually we'll figure it out but for yeah. now let's just let's just have one day in the year where we can I just um, I just our, wasn't really sure why like why the, the the wife would agree to this kind of arrangement I just couldn't wrap my head around that whole you know where she takes the wedding ring off and she's now able to go to the bar and cause hey guys. maybe a wife at the end of the day she also I don't know maybe wants like attention from like one thing that she just wants attention from other you know but if she's so in love why would she want that Good question. Good question. I don't know people, but, uh, then but it's still like you know you could be like in a relationship. You know you could have a, a girl, but like you still feel kind of good about yourself when you go and another girl hit on you. Like it's it's just mm-hmm. like one of those things. Or like even girls, like they post the girls all the time are in like relationships and they post thirst traps on Instagram <laughs> for likes because they're like, of course, like we the boyfriend of like of the girl like likes the girl gives the girl attention but then the day she you know she creates all those Instagram likes mm-hmm. she's gonna post all those like mm-hmm. thirst traps and I'm not saying only girls do that guys do that as well guys yeah. post like I don't know gym workout body photos cause yeah. they they crave attention they might already have like a girlfriend so I feel like I people you maybe know, they're craving attention, attention. where it's lacking in their current relationship in their current in certain, relationship in I, know, I also don't think ways. it necessarily has to lack you know mm. I feel like you can still have um, great attention in your current relationship but you just want to you know you're comfortable enough to mm. you know you just like sometimes it's like it feels good to go there and like you know see like some somebody like looking at you and like like oh I still and then another thing another important thing I would say was the fact that you're twenty somethings there's this like one scene where the girl girl was like looking at her you know boobs like she's like do I still have it and she's trying mm-hmm. to see if like it's like confidence so like you know if you go out and then like the guy's hand on her she still feels like confident she's like oh yes i still got this thing you know yeah. so it could just be one of those one of those things um, but that also brings back what we we're discussing early on in the podcast about 
potentially growing out of love with people getting, yeah you know new partners the whole soulmate you know, like, situation so, so maybe it's it's one of those where they're slowly they slowly growing out of love and maybe that once a year will turn into twice a year maybe it'll turn into four times a year you know maybe it'll turn into once a month and then eventually it's it's like um becoming the norm yeah who knows so yeah it's hard to tell so many questions you know so many questions but again hey maybe they haven't figured it out so um and it could you know it could be slowly drifting apart and maybe if they slowly drift apart maybe it'll make the guys realize that hey maybe like well that might have left us with a lot of questions questions, but we don't have we don't have the know-how to to answer all those all questions. questions, and we 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 left you know with so many questions still. But um, you know what? I I enjoyed that discussion. I did too. Thank I, you again for having me. I hope I can come here some more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'm sure you will. But no, it's been it's been it's been great. It's been lacquer. That's how we say it in, in South Africa. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. It's been lacquer, and you know you brought up some things that I I didn't initially think about. And, you know, I hope it's the same for whoever's listening. If you had, uh, you know, a preconceived idea about this episode and we, we maybe changed your mind or gave you something else to think, think about, I, mm-hmm. then think about. That's, that's definitely the aim, the aim of the game here. And if you have any further comments or ideas that you'd like to pose, um, feel free to um, send in some voice memos and we will try and check them out but or leave some comments it'll be the comment section as well um, where do you leave the comments at? let them know yeah well there's going to be uh, this comment section if, you, if you're using Apple Podcasts okay. Apple Podcasts ratings comments all sorts of things over there podcasts will be available on Spotify um, on Deezer um basically any any podcast platform awesome find us on there so cool yeah but looking forward to to next week and yeah thanks for thanks for coming bro thank you thank you thank you bye 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 cheers